The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the place where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about angels with one of the world's most foremost experts on angels. She actually sees physical angels. She's been seeing them since she was three years old. She sees them everywhere, all the time. Her name is Lorna Byrne. She was our first guest on our new UK health radio segment of Guys Guys Radio that we launched in January. And it was one of our highest rated shows of all time because Lorna is for real. She is world-renowned. She is a wonderful, loving person, and she has just a magnificent presence about her, and I think you're really going to enjoy our conversations about angels. And you may say, oh, guys, guys, radio, isn't this about men? It's about men and women living their best lives. And, you know, I like football, and I like beer, uh, even though it's non-alcoholic for me now, and I like all the usual stuff that guys, guys like. But one of the things we're doing on this show is we want to bring more information, things that you may not be thinking about on a day-to-day basis because you're so busy living your lives that could be very important to you. I know now from working and talking with Lorna that my guardian angel, and of course you have to, you have to believe. If you don't believe, don't bother. And if you dismiss it, that's your prerogative. But if you do believe, then believe all the way. Go all in and know that everyone is assigned a guardian angel before birth. And that guardian angel stays with you throughout your life. So it's like having your invisible friend, if you will, who's there and you can tap into and ask your guardian angel for help. If you need resources in any area of your life, the guardian angel will reach out and make the uh, contacts, if you will get you the resources you need. So you don't have to pray to all these different angels necessarily. And frankly, you don't pray to angels. You pray, if you pray, to spirit. But if you want to speak with your angels, the best way to do that is go to your guardian angel. We're going to talk about that and so much more with our special guest, Lorna Byrne. She's got a book I wanted to cover um, uh, that she wrote a few years ago. It's called uh, A Message of Hope from the Angels. Very positive book. It's got chapters about different areas of our lives, whether it be relationships or um, self-love or grief or whatever. And Lorna goes into specific situations that have occurred that she has witnessed and experienced with other people uh, having to do with angels. And I keep saying the guardian angel because, again, your guardian angel is your most important angel. There's so many archangels and there's so many angels out there that it can get confusing because I was trying to uh, remember what all of the different, who all the different archangels are, what do they stand for, when do you go to them? And I know some of them. Um, I know with uh, Archangel Michael, I have uh, reached out to him and he has uh, 
helped me sever ties, emotional ties with certain situations. And it was almost instantaneous for me. And that really convinced me that the angels are there to help us. And the other good thing about angels, again, if you believe, is that they want to help. They're there. And another fascinating thing from uh, Lorna is that there are what she calls the unemployed angels. There's all these angels out there looking to help people. And all people need to do is ask. So imagine that. You have all these resources in another dimension, if you will, hoping to be able to be in a position where they're asked to help people, to help you. How cool is that? So I'm all in. I don't know about you, but I'm all in. And I think you're really going to like our conversation with Lorna Byrne right here on Guys Guys Radio. So looking forward to it. So let's get into it. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, it's the interview portion of our show, and today we're going to talk about angels. And we've got one of the world's foremost angel experts back on the show. Her last time she was here, the ratings, if you will, the viewers uh, went through the roof. So uh, we had a terrific conversation. And I wanted to have my special guest back. Her name is Lorna Byrne. Last time we spoke about this book, Angels in My Hair, which is her latest book, The True Story of a Modern Day Irish Mystic. Today, I want to go back and talk about an earlier kind of her seminal book about angels, A Message of Hope from the Angels, because I think people need hope nowadays very much. So let me tell you a little bit about Lorna Byrne. She's international number one best-selling author. Her last two books have gone straight to number one, the UK Sunday Times chart, uh, over a million readers around the world. Her books, Angels in My Hair, Stairway to Heaven, Message of Hope from the Angels, and Love from Heaven have been translated into 30 languages. She's been seeing angels since she was a baby, and very unusually, she sees angels physically with as much clarity as the rest of us see people and she sees them every day. So, Lorna Byrne, welcome back from Ireland to Guys Guys Radio. Great to see you. Well, it's it's my pleasure, Robert, to be here talking with you. And I'm just looking forward to this chat and giving as much hope as possible to the world out there. Well, I got to tell you, since we spoke in January and you were my first guest on my uh, new platform, UK Health Radio, and again, it, the show did very well. And I think it was because your message is wonderful and needed now. And also we had a great conversation. But since then, I've been working with my angels daily. So that's for the last six months or so, five or six months. And I have found that my perspective has changed. I think a lot of folks out there, they, they're interested in angels, yet they're a little bit hands off, like, well, what do I do? I'm not sure I know all the different names. How do I really know if it's an angel helping me? And they... It seems to me, Lauren, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you need to go into when you're working with angels or you want to contact them with what if. You have to be open. If you have any type of blockages there, it, it may get into the way. I found with myself, if I just put it out there and I don't think, I just put my faith out there, invariably, I keep getting help and it's fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to hear, to hear <laughs> that. And, and it is to take away those blocks and and just, you know, have the faith and just say, I'll give it a go, you know, because you have nothing, nothing to lose whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> you start to notice the, the help coming, 
you know, um, the different ways that, that you've been given hope or you've been helped out or, or whatever thought has come into your mind is giving you more of a positive feeling of yourself, you know. So the angels are, are there to help us all of the time. And that's the wonderful thing that I don't think people take that extra step to realize is that they want to help us. Angels are out there. They want to help us. And all we need to do very simply is ask and have some faith and, and wait for the results because they happen. And it's never it's like a good story to me, Lorna. Correct me if I'm wrong, is that we get kind of the ending we want, but not in the way we expect. So sometimes I'll ask an angel for something, some help or something. And then like four hours later, a thought comes from the side. To me i was like where did that come from and it's a little download here's how you figure this out because i was asking about something specifically and then it comes in hours later um kind of just parks itself in front of me is that how it works with angels often yeah that, that that's how how it works and um, most of the time you know or something falls in front of you and it helps to you know spark you up to see you know in that in that way so the angels are constantly prompting you all of the time, giving you signs, giving, you know, that thought to come in, into your mind out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And you always have the choice to respond or not. And I would always say, you know, have a little faith, <laughs> you know, have a little courage and say, OK, I'll give it a go. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll try this and see, will this help? You know, will this give me comfort? Will it give me peace? Will it help? sort out the situation that that you're in in that in that way or will it in a sense make you smile more you know make you feel better within within yourself because i think um i know you wanted to focus on hope today but the world definitely needs an awful lot of hope we we really do and i just love the way you you talking today with so much more faith and belief you know, to me, that's incredible to see someone that gave yourself a chance to open just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, you were already open, but you kind of, you know, said, OK, I'll trust. I, I'll really try. I won't give up on the first hurdle, if, if you like to say in that in that way. Um, and just to see the. The light of of joy in you there and, and your smile and, and everything that's all so so important and you know the world just needs that from the angels but they're there to help us in abundance like but we don't fail of it and to me that's the sad part you know we think it's crazy it's mad because that's what we've been told for generations but it's not. It's it's like your what your antenna, if I if I can say it that that way, to in a sense to to the angels, to the unknown, to the knowledge and the wisdom for you to receive in your life to help you in your life. Mm -hmm. I I know the angels can never overstep your free will, and they never will. So therefore, it's always your choice. But I love the way you have, in a sense, you know, put your antenna out there. Well, I'm, you know? I'm, I'm working on it. And I figure if you're going to go into it, go into it. Because the angels are there saying, talk to us, ask us, and we'll help you. How can I not, I don't want to say take advantage of that, but participate in that 
connection because it's a different frequency. And the more we work with different frequencies and higher frequencies, the easier it is for us to kind of raise our own personal frequency, I would think. To me, Lorna, what happened was uh, it's similar to meditation. When you first begin meditating, um, you know, you have to kind of clear things out, let things float by, all that monkey chatter, all that talk in your head. And then you start to get some information. And sometimes you ask yourself, am I just talking to myself? Is it me? Because it kind of comes through in the same voice. But over time, you start to get more and more clear messages that, um, like, for instance, I ask as part of my meditation each morning, I get to spirit and I ask, what do I need to know today? And often I get the answer before I can even formulate the question in words in my mind. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, that sounds very familiar. And I would love, you know, that all your audience would do that and and not give up on it in, in the sense, you know, the way sometimes people, oh, I done it for a week and then they give up because it does, it does take, does take time because it's wonderful, you know, that, that you get the answer for your day. You, you know, and, and you go down that road for your day, you know, more positive in, in every way. Like I'd love people to, you know, you don't have to spend a half an hour meditating. You know, it can be just silence for a moment. You know, you might even be eating your breakfast, you know, feeding yourself and yet you're meditating at the same, same mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. and asking that one question you have just asked. I always find that's a good one because it's not too specific and usually you get what you need to know at that time and it might not be something that you've been focused on it's like we people seem to think that you know we want things very specifically but we only know this little tiny amount of information there's so many other opportunities and potentialities for us out there that we need to be open to let the universe and let god uh participate in a way where we can see the possibilities more clearly than we allow ourselves because sometimes we think we kind of have it all figured out and we know everything we know very little i i would agree with you as well even myself i would say i know very little i'm still i'm still learning you know i'm still you know going down that road i have never stopped learning and people just would sometimes say but it's so easy for you lorna you see the angels physically you hear them real clearly. You know, I can hear them on a, a five-way um, antenna in that sense, in frequency, in that, in that way. Um, but they are all the time giving us messages to help us. And sometimes we might be just so focused on what we believe, you know, we should be doing or we should, you know, what, what we need. And we're asking for that. And how would I say? God and the angels, they change it. They, they help us gradually to see that's not what you need. That's mm -hmm. not what you really want. And again, it's, it's to be open to that as well. So I think, you know, the meditation in the morning, those few seconds or 30 seconds, just asking, you know, what do I need? Mm -hmm. and, 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 th and thank you. Also, I, I found, yes. Lorna, that uh, starting each day, with gratitude has become easier and easier because so many times we don't appreciate, first of all, our health. If you, if you don't have health, you have nothing. Secondly, having a, as simple as it sounds, 
because we take it for granted. We have a roof over our head. We have running and most in most places in the world, in the Western world, at least uh, in the more developed world. A lot of people don't have these things. That's my point. And even in, you know, I live in a relatively affluent place area in Southern California. People have so much. And I'm grateful to have a roof over my head and food and a family and the things to get by. And sometimes I think, well, am I, am I, uh, you know, looking too small, but no, these are things that are important that many people don't realize that we're very, very fortunate. There's always something to be thankful for. Yeah. And that's one thing the angels taught me from the time I was a tiny child to say thank you and to appreciate you know the things I have and and that might have been just you know sitting on the grass and playing Mm -hmm. with daisies or something but I I knew how incredible that was you know to be able to do to do that and we do forget to be thankful for all the things you have just said you know until one of them is taken away from us and then suddenly we realize um you know, we're kind of in in a state of shock, and and we're saying, well, why did this happen to us? Why why did why did we lose this? But sometimes something not so good happens in order to help to wake you up. Yeah. In order to help you to see how how incredible your life has been, and mm-hmm. how, in a sense, you can make that light of hope even bigger within your life by becoming how would I say this um living a better life you know and and not just living a better life for yourself but for others you know for your family for your friends or you know the strangers and that's one thing the angels would always be you know pushing us forward to do for nature you know not to in a sense say Oh, I, I hate that fly, you know, just go and kill it. Right. It's because a conscious that being. Fly yeah. Is is food for something else that you are enjoying mm-hmm. and you don't realize it in that mm-hmm. in That's that a great way. Point. Um so we must be be grateful. That's just one, you know, they showed me that lesson loads of times all through my life. And I watched people when something was taken away from them. I just happened to be there you know, and watching the guardian angel and all of the other angels around them trying to help to comfort them and their family because they had lost something that they had taken for granted and never even thought about it. As you said, we're sitting here, we're breathing, you know, and we're able to get up and walk. It's all the gifts that we have that we take for granted until one of them is taken from us makes perfect sense you're so right okay Lorna Byrne my special guest on guys guys radio we're talking about this particular book a message of hope from the angels because this is a time where we need a lot of hope and the book's a few years old but the message resonates now let me just for context Lorna because a lot of folks you have a huge audience but some folks who might be watching or listening are not familiar with your your story and so maybe we can encapsulate it where when you were a child you started to physically see angels and tell us about what happened what you made of that when you were convinced that that was something that was the right thing for you and did you get a sense at a certain point that you had a mission because of this gift i love the way you put that whole question (laughs) 
none of that Thank ever you. dawned on me at all. None of it. And even today, it still never dawns on me. So I always find it, how on earth am I going to answer that? Um, I, I suppose because it's normal and natural for me, you know, since I was an infant, I always say from the moment I opened my eyes, I've seen angels. They were part of my family. I didn't know they were angels until they told me. And, and when they told me, you know, that they were angels and then being told to keep it a secret and then being shown why I had to keep it a secret, you know, and getting that understanding from the angels why I must. And even today, you know, going forward in life, there's so many things I would love to tell the world, but it's like the world is not ready. I'm mm -hmm. being told to hold, to hold back. But I'm always in hope that, you know, more people will become open and allow them to experience themselves to humanly to experience the angels, you know, their soul, that that spiritual gift that we all have. Because if if I can see angels physically, why can't you? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand why you can't. The only thing I can think of is, you know, I'm severely dyslexic. Um, I think I can say it properly now after years. Um, so I wasn't, what would you say, contaminated in school or told what was, you know, I didn't, I didn't read books. I, I wasn't, in, in a sense, you know, contaminated in the way that maybe other children were, you know, and people are today, because even people today are told, you know, you're crazy if you even believe in God or angels, or you're crazy if you have a soul, or you're crazy if you believe in the power of the universe. You know, all of the things that, in a sense, um, science is discovering and discovering more about in that, in that way. And I just thank God and the angels for me being who I am today. I wouldn't be who I am only for I did what the angels told me as a child and a teenager and even a mother. I kept it a secret. I was terrified, grant you, that, you know, one day I would have to say yes. But I kept saying no, no, no. But I always knew in my heart. One day I would have to say yes, and I would know when that time would come. So that's the ah. only way I can answer that question, because okay. so, what you said never crosses my mind whatsoever. Okay. okay. For the benefit, again, for folks who may be just getting to know you now. Um, so you see angels, do they have wings? Are they, uh, is there a hierarchy that you see? Are there specific angels? I know you mentioned one, Yosus. Hosus. Hosus. Uh, and um, do you see the same ones? Have they rotated in and out? I mean, you, you write in the book that if we want to contact our angels, go through the best way, it seems to be logistically, is you contact your guardian angel, you make the connection there. And then when you need help, they go out and find out the right resource, find the right resources for you. So talk to us a little bit about all of that, Lorna. Yeah, I, I would say I... I was always told to turn around and say, first, ask your guardian angel, because we need that contact with our guardian angel, because it's the gate 
keeper of your soul, that spark of light of God. And it's that spiritual part of you. You're a human being, flesh and blood, but you're a spiritual being as well. And it's it's kind of like, you know, your guardian angel is that bridge mm -hmm. between both. And in a sense, it helps to give you more courage and more strength if you ask your guardian angel first. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think you've got past that stage, you know, but, but for someone for someone else, it's like, okay, it's safe for me to ask my guardian angel. Could another angel come in and help? You know, um, like I would often watch, you know, students. And actually at the moment here in Ireland, we have young, young teenagers doing their leaving cert. That's the biggest exam to do before you go to college or university. And the other day when I was down in the town, there was a small group of them and I was just watching, you know, and smiling to myself as I was walking slowly, you know, to pass them by and um, the teacher angels that were with them. And angels are light, but they're extremely beautiful. And you don't always see, see wings. But one way I recognize the teacher angel is they always seem to have something that looks like a pencil or a book or a piece of paper or something like, like that. And I think that's for me to recognize them more clearly in that, in that way. And just angel hostess, um, I hear from people all over the world saying that they call in angel hostess all the time to give them a helping hand. And just like Archangel Michael, that's, you know, there are so many angels. You just ask for the help and your guardian angel knows what angel you need. Like the unemployed angels. I love them because I have seen them since I was a child. And they are these fantastic angels that, in a sense, always look the same, but yet kind of different in that way and it's just the way that they come from the heavens I always try and explain it's like as if they're being emptied out in the bucket full you know and they're rolling down and it's just as they how would I say come to the earth you know they become upright and I have to say for a split moment just a split moment I see their wings I don't always see angels' wings. They do not always show them. Even, you know, a guardian angel um, very seldom shows, shows the wings as well. You know, never mind Archangel Michael um, or any archangel. It, it is rare. It's not a constant thing that is, is done. Um, but I always tell people, you know, if you need a helping hand in anything you need, um, just call on the unemployed angels and even send them to friends, to strangers. If you hear of something happening in the world, just ask God, ask your guardian angel to send a bunch of unemployed angels in that direction. And that will happen. Because again, I do hear from people who say, you know, they were in dire circumstances over something or in an accident or in an area where something happened and they don't know how they survived. You know, you know, they heard a voice saying, get up, you know, like the angel of hope. The angel of hope is just um, 
how can I say he's just one angel? Mm -hmm. You know, like the unemployed angels, there's millions of them, and they're still coming, so we must need them. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, the different types of angels and where they came from, because people are like, some people are um, confused, like, okay, the, were the angels people? What's the difference between an archangel and the, the other hierarchy of angels? What, what, How is an unemployed angel? And how, what were they? And how about these collectives also, like the guides and the masters and the council? And how, how does this all work for people? Just if you could break it down a little bit. How, how can I break that down a little? Um, for <laughs> one thing mm. is... Um, how would I say this? The angels have never shown me a hierarchy in the way that we put it. Mm-hmm. They have never shown me in the sense, a, you know, a gathering together, you know, of, of angels deciding on what the world should do or shouldn't do in that, in that way, like a conference. Um, I, but yet I have been told that Archangels are, in a sense, more powerful than other angels, you know. And I have been told that Archangel Michael, you know, is kind of the boss, but he doesn't act Mm -hmm. the way we think he should act. He acts in kindness and love. I I never see aggression from any angel in, Mm -hmm. in any way. I never see, you know any angel putting another angel down or anything there's there's nothing like like that and i don't know if that's what you're looking yeah. for yeah i mean how uh, like for instance archangel my understanding is that like an archangel like michael can be everywhere at the same time so to speak he can work with multiple people yeah. and maybe some other angels cannot i i don't know but if that's the case with uh, archangels and michael specifically is that his frequency going out everywhere or is it he physically being in all these places at once? Um, I have never been asked that question either. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I'm listening and asking for, for the answer. What, what can they give me to, to, tell, to tell you? And what I'm being told is it is like a frequency, but it's the same as being there physically with each person okay. that calls calls on him. It's like um, what are they saying? I'm trying to translate now because it's not English. It's like um, a tread of light, and I that's the first time I've ever been given that understanding um, at all. So you must have asked the question in the right way. Okay. So that that that's good. That, that's something I, I have always found hard to understand myself, how any archangel can be with different hundreds or thousands or hundreds of, you know, of people at the same time and yet be with me as well mm-hmm. at the same time. That so were, incredible. So were the angels and where did they um, where did they come from? Were they ever human or are they celestial beings part of a collective or where where do the angels come from um how will i answer that they were never human okay i that that's the first part of of that what i have been told and shown is that they were created long ago it's like before how can i say it the only way i think i can say it for for us to understanding humanly 
is before time. They were created before the universe was or anything like that in that in that way. But they were never human. And they can never become human either. But why would they want to now? Just think about it. Right. You know, um, they they are incredible. Um, and I would have been told to say that angels are creatures created by God long, long ago. And I used to find that really hard to say because, you know, humanly people, you know, a creature, what's a creature, you know, um, in that in that way. But they were mm -hmm. the words I was told to use and okay. that you and I are more than any angel ever could be. And to me, you know, that's incredible as well, because mankind has always, in a sense, in true religions, um, put angels on pedestals, if I'm pronouncing that word right. Mm -hmm. Yes. But they have us on the pedestal. You know? Why is that? Why is that, Lorna? Um, I think that is because we we have that spark of light of God or soul because it's it's like they love to be in the presence of of that light, and yet they are an incredible light themselves. You know, so I I'm still learning. I'm still hoping that one day they'll answer. You know, God will allow the answer to more questions in that in that way, so I can give more information. Um, but that when you just think about it, it is it is incredible that they love to be in our presence and that's why they are around us and helping us. And I believe they have been helping us since the beginning of whenever we started, whether we were a blob or something, you know, whatever way, creation, God, whatever you want to call God, started all of this. You know, it's just. And creation is still happening. That's one thing I have been been shown a lot um, over the last, say, 20 years, that creation is, is still happening. New, li new life, um, a new different life is even forming as well. What, what is the best way, uh, Lorna? And again, my special guest, Lorna Byrne, a message of hope from the angels. Um, for people uh, as a starting point, you want to connect with your archangels because, not arch, excuse me, guardian angel. Yeah. What are guardian angels? How long have they been with us? How do, how do we choose each other? How long do they stay with us? They're before we're born, life plan, after we pass, are they still with us? And what's the best way to beginning to have a dialogue and a connection with them? Um, to me, that would be very simple. Just start talking to your guardian angel. It's just like, Say, well, guardian angel, if you're real and you're there, you know, do you think you could give me a helping hand today? You know, I, I know it's going to be a tough day or you're going for a walk and you just say the same words, you know, um, in, in a sense. And to try and, and listen to any message that you get as well. It's like every step I, I take. Um, your guardian angel is, how would I say? It was in heaven with you, that place we call heaven, that understanding that, that we have before you were even conceived. It came with you from the heavens and was born with you as well. 
again, because it's the gatekeeper of your soul. It just mm. cannot leave you for one second. And, you know, it's there every moment of your life. And even when the human body dies, it's your guardian angel that takes your soul, takes your hand or, or lifts you up, whatever, and, and takes you to that place that we call heaven. We, over time, we have given it a name. We call it heaven in that, in that way. And I have watched many souls being taken from a human body by a guardian angel. And it's always so gentle. It's always so gentle. And sometimes I've been at someone's bed or in the room. And how would I say this? I, I have watched the person, you know, who was, let's say, almost ready to take the last breath and turn around and say something to their loved ones at the side of the bed and mention souls that had already already in heaven because they see them you at, at that moment you know everything you know all your questions are answered you know that you are a spiritual being and you know where you're going and it's like that excitement and your guardian angel is with you you know i'm trying to put it into human words right so that it can be grasped um, and I, I just love the way your guardian angel can never leave you for one second. You know, I've had so many people say to me that that has given them comfort, knowing that their loved one who, you know, who, who everyone might have said, you know, died alone. But knowing that their guardian angel was there with them, mm -hmm. they know they didn't die alone. Would you have, do people have the same guardian angel if they? or uh, have different incarnations. If we're spirit and we leave the body dies and we go back home and then we come back in again for other lessons or whatever, is the guardian angel the same one with us throughout all of our incarnations? Um, if you are incarnated, okay. um, it would be. Um, yes, it's the same guardian angel. It's it's your guardian angel for eternity. It's is that the higher self, Lorna? Is that the same? What's the difference between your guardian angel and your higher self then? Um, your higher self is your soul. Okay. Is that spark of light? Is mm -hmm. your soul has all the knowledge and all the wisdom, and it's it's giving it to the human being, and it is in a sense your guardian angel is that gatekeeper. It's like to. For your guardian angel to take that beautiful soul back home to heaven when the time comes. I'm I'm always hoping that one day, you know, that intertwining will happen. And I believe it will, you know, when, which is incredible, when when we won't get sick, we won't die, you know, because the soul and the human body have become one, they have um come come together. Um no, your guardian angel is always, always there with you every, mm -hmm. every second. It can never be anyone else's guardian angel. Um, and that, again, is something very precious because you have this unique relationship with your guardian angel. You knew everything about your guardian angel before you left the heavens, before you were conceived. You knew literally everything. You, you shared what your life journey would be 
-hmm. you shared, um, you know, all the ups and downs. And you and your guardian angel, your soul knew that, you know, the human part would have to make the choices in, in that in that way and that the free will would always be there. So your soul and your guardian angel are, what would you say? It's your soul that is the higher you and your guardian angel is the gatekeeper. Okay. Um, so when um, the, the guardian angel, when people pray, they pray to spirit and then they ask things of their guardian angel. So yeah, in other words, you don't pray to your angels. You pray to spirit, you connect with your, with spirit, but you ask for your guardian angel to kind of hook you up with resources you might need to solve a problem or do the right thing or make a decision, et cetera. Yeah, that, that, that's correct. I, <laughs> I always say, say to people, you know, you don't pray to angels. You, you talk with them, mm -hmm. you ask them, you ask for their guidance, their help. And I know you have to listen. So. You know, you might be going somewhere to pray. Maybe it's to your room and you're worried about something. You know, you're already talking to your guardian angel about the situation. And then you're going in to pray in whatever way you pray. But you don't pray to your guardian angel. Your guardian angel doesn't need you to do that. But it does help you to pray. And even the angels of prayer, I, I love those angels. You know, when everyone is is praying at different times or in intense prayer, those angels, they're just so white. And I actually do get a glimpse of the wings, but you see, how would I say, they're, they're like a waterfall, so you see so many of them. And in a sense, they're going up, and it's like as if they are enhancing your prayer, making it, I don't know, full of more light in, in, some, in some way. I'm always trying to to describe it. So you never pray alone. You know, the angels pray with you and your guardian angel prays with you and is okay. interceding for you, just like your loved ones are interceding for you as well. I wanted to ask you, um, you meet people all around the world, thousands every year, and they come to you with questions. What's the most, what question do they ask you most often, Lorna Byrne? Um, wow, <laughs> you're blowing me away again. Um, I, I, I suppose the, the, the most question is, you know, Lorna, do I have a guardian angel? You know, and, and some people just seem to get confused in the sense of they're not quite sure whether they have a guardian angel or not because of the faith they belong to, you know, and sometimes, you know, they, they might say, you know, is my guardian angel, you know, um, what would you say, you know, my guide? And I would say, yes, we yeah. call the guardian angel by all different kinds of names, um, depending on our, our culture as such in that way. But everyone has a guardian angel and it is the most question, answer, you know, asked, mm -hmm. you know, and I always have to smile because, you know, I have never, and I say it all the time, I've never seen anyone in the world without a guardian angel. Um, I'd be ringing you if I did. You know? <laughs> I would be so shocked. But everyone has a guardian angel. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. And people don't 
sometimes to get annoyed and hurt, you know, if I say, you know, even the person that's not the best person in the world has a guardian angel. We all have a guardian angel. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's incredible because that should be giving us hope because, again, that means that, you know, even the worst person in the world or whoever you think is the worst person in the world, you know, it could change. And again, that's why I would say, you know, pray for the stranger, pray for that worst person in the world, whoever it is you think that person is, pray for them and ask for them because they just might listen to their guardian angel, you know, and become a better person or start to, in a sense, you know, show kindness. That's you know, beautiful, that's beautiful way of expressing that. Beautiful. Um, today, uh, we only t- have time for a few more questions. Such a great conversation. Thank you, Lorna. But th- the planet right now is gripped with fear. And the name of this book is A Message of Hope from the Angels. It was written a few years ago, but it seems like the screws have been tightened up on people all around the world, whether it's been you know the pandemic, financial issues, so much uh, uh, polarity and div- division. What what did the angels tell you about? Um, is this part of like a roller coaster we're going through right now that's going to clear up in a f- couple of years? I have read and listened to other folks talk about, well, there's going to be some type of, you know, there's never going to be a government disclosure on ETs or something like that. It's just the information is just going to be declassified. It'll just come out organically, so to speak. But I also have read that we will learn something, humanity about our origins being maybe a little bit different than we thought by the end of this year. And then by 2026, things will have gone through a couple of different cycles, a lot of upheaval and change and all of that, but then it'll kind of clear up. I know you're only allowed to talk about certain a certain amount of these things, but what can you tell our listeners about this? Well, I, I, I suppose the first thing is to give people hope. You know, we were going to get through this. I wouldn't be here in the world if we weren't. So I'm still here (laughs) in that that way. And and I'm still here um, physically and spiritually. Um, We're going to get through it, but it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. And, And again, that's why we have to, you know, do our best to, you know, accept others you know, and love others. And we have to do our best. You know, we're we're thinking of all the financial things at the moment, you know, in the world. And we're thinking of because this country's at war, that country's at war, or because, you know, you know, climate change is, is happening. It's affecting our our financial situation. Um but it's not about the material things. We'll always have the material things. We just have to share them a little bit more. We just have to, in a sense, not be greedy and not be selfish and just thinking of oneself in that way. Spiritually, we have to change that, that way. And, and yes, we are awakening. You know, it's just that some of us are wa- are awakening on a negative side and some of us are w- awakening more on a positive mm. side. And the two of them are moving along side by side. Um, 
but we will sort it all out. You know, it's like when man is in what's what's I can't say the word the angels are are using. Well, let's say when man is in dire stress, mm-hmm. it's like when things get so bad, we have to change. You know, we will have no choice. We'll have to change. It's like we'll have to spiritually reach into that side of us and and change in the more, what would I say, compassion and human way. Like, it's hard for me to even answer the question fully for you because I'm I'm not allowed. But you are, you yourself sitting there and you have these ear things on your ears mm-hmm. and we're looking into a screen. You know, we are actually beyond that, you know. <laughs> um, and I, I know I mentioned this kind of thing in the books, you know, a little bit at a time. That's why I to say people need to read them over and over again, because sometimes you don't cop it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the throwback. I, re- I wrote about the throwback um, 15, over 15 years ago, and the throwback is already happening in the world. What is you know? that? So, like, we're going to get through this, but let's all come together. Let's all try and come together in love and peace. And remember, if you could see what I see physically, now I mean physically, like this glass beside me, like you're seeing me now. If you could see everything I see, you know, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. We wouldn't be allowing people, you know, to drown on a boat. We would be sharing you know, I have written about many incredible futures that we have. And it's not just one future. It's all these futures coming together as one, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just having that peace and that harmony and discovering more that we have to learn. You know, um, how would I say we have so much to learn and discover. We think we know it all, but we know actually very little. Beautiful. My special guest, Lorna Byrne, A Message of Hope from the Angels is one book. Another one is Angels in My Hair. She's got a bunch of books, all bestsellers. Um, You have a couple events coming up, Lorna. You want to tell our audience about that? Yeah, I have um, Omega in the Rebirth. Omega Institute, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in New York on the 21st and the 23rd of July. Okay. And then I have The Art of Living in burn or barn um mm-hmm. on the 28th and the 30th of of july and then pittsburgh is in august okay and that's on the 4th and the 5th and i'm really looking forward to actually doing those workshops and helping people to make that connection you know and to help their life even to be better mm-hmm. than what it is now well keep doing what you're doing lorna you are You are an angel on earth, and I say that with all respect because you're doing wonderful work, and your work is needed now more than ever. So keep going, and anything we can do to help spread your message, we're here for you on Guys Guys Radio. And thank you so much for coming back to the show, and I hope we can do it again because I love talking to you. I love being around the angels, and I love the messages that you're putting out there to help our audience. So thank you. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, a fascinating 
conversation with Lorna Byrne, once again, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio. She's in Ireland. She sees angels with as much clarity as the rest of us see people. And Lorna speaks to angels every day. What did we learn today? I think we learned if you're going to believe in angels, and that's up to you, then go all in. Ask for a connection with your guardian angel. Ask for a sign from your guardian angel to show you that they are there. And then just be patient, because I'm not saying your angel's going to show up in your living room with a tray full of snacks and, uh, and uh, beers, if you will, but I think you'll find that you'll get some sort of signal that says, yes, you're connected, and yes, you're loved, and yes, there are interdimensional forces there to help you. And that is a really cool thing. So why not take advantage of that? Why not be open? Why not be loving? Why not say, okay, guardian angel, thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me before birth, throughout my life. You're going to be with me when I transition. How do we develop a strong relationship so we can work together each and every day? But again, it's up to you. If you're going to be in it to win it, then be in it. Go all in. And if not, that's your choice. The Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio here in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday evening, again in prime time at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. And if you enjoy the content and guests I bring you each and every week on Guys Guys Radio and Guys Guys TV, which is the uh, YouTube and Rumble portion where you can just watch the videos of the interviews. Um, then subscribe, follow, rate, review, whatever. Show us some love. I'm not asking for your money. I'm asking for you just to subscribe to the show and really help us continue to do the work we're doing to make this crazy world of ours a better place to live. So I really appreciate it. 